This is a Federal News Network podcast. A majority of federal employees are entering their 10th month of remote work. With the start of a new year and a new administration, some are beginning to speculate whether the pandemic experience will bring some long-term changes to the way federal employees do work. Federal News Network surveyed 2,000 federal employees and contractors about their views and expectations for telework. We found that few employees seem to have any clear sense about when they might return to the office. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more of the results. And, Nicole, let's start with the broad findings of the survey. What did we ask and what were some of the answers? Yes. Yeah, so, Tom, we should say that the survey and the results, they're not nearly representative of the entire federal workforce. Uh, you know, these are our readers and our readers do skew toward the GS11 and up range. And it appears that they many of them are still teleworking. In fact, 94% of them said that they were still teleworking to this day. And for those that are not working remotely at this point when they took the survey, which was in mid to late December, you know, some of them said that they did telework for a portion of the pandemic, but they're back in their office now for at least, you know, the majority of the week. And of course, there are some who aren't eligible to telework due to the nature of their jobs. But, you know, by and large, the vast majority of teleworkers and non-teleworkers really said, we're not sure when most of the workforce is going to come back to the office on at least a more full-time basis. You know, we heard a lot of, well, maybe mid or late 2021. Some said probably not until 2022. One person said it could be spring or summer. It's only been a couple of weeks since they stopped sending the weekly, we're staying in phase two another week notices. I'm cautiously optimistic that the new administration will take things more seriously. And then, you know, another person said a final decision hasn't been made. Lots of moving pieces in a very challenging environment. While the workforce wants to know what the long-term plans are, there are too many unknowns at this time to make a long-term plan. And, I, you know, I think that sentiment and those statements were really common for a lot of the people that took our survey. When we asked federal employees and contractors, well, when do you want to come back? 57% of teleworkers say not until the vast majority of us have been vaccinated. And 38% said, never, we want to keep teleworking. Yeah, well, that 38% is significant because that's way more than we're teleworking as a normal basis, even before the pandemic. I don't think a for, you know, 40% or 38% of the workforce was doing that. What's also interesting, I think, is this whole phase business, phase one, phase two, seems to have just crumbled away in the winds of the pandemic and have not been able to really get anything coherent going. So in a perfect world, how often would federal employees choose to telework if they had no restrictions? I guess 38% would say always. Well, it's a little more than that, actually, Tom. So among teleworkers, we're talking about just the people who, for right now, seem to be, you know, working remotely every single day from home. So just less than 2% said they never want to telework again after the pandemic. And one person said, I thought this was uh, humorous. If I wanted to be home 24-7, I'd retire. And we heard, you know, a couple of responses like that. Um, about 3% said they would telework in a perfect world just a couple days a month. 13% said one to two days a week, 35% said three to four days a week, and then 48% said they want to telework full-time post-pandemic. A couple of comments here, I think, shed some light on the responses that we got. There's definitely some who want to strike a balance. They say that they miss 
you know, the in-person interactions that they have with their coworkers. They'd like to be present maybe for some meetings or gatherings a few days a week and then work remotely the rest of the week. When we asked, you know, employees what they do miss right now, 60% did say they miss those in-person interactions with their coworkers. Others, though, it seems like they're all in on telework. A few people said their agencies seem to be making changes now to accommodate some more permanent telework arrangements in the future. Like this one person said, our organization used to be against telework, but productivity increased so much that they could not ignore that and are now embracing it. The established teams are being given the option to continue teleworking with in-person meetings at least once a week so any new team members can put a face to the name and integrate easier. The face-to-face meetings will only happen once the pandemic ends. And, you know, Tom, we got many comments about the benefits that a more permanent or frequent telework arrangement might bring. One person said, traffic is better, and if we can convert all of these offices to lab space or to something else, that would suit me just fine. But then on the other hand, you know, there are some negative responses, I think, to the constant telework arrangements that people have. One person said, I heard people say they were mowing the grass, raking leaves, putting up Christmas lights, going shopping. But if their boss is happy with the productivity, I guess nobody cares who's thieving from Uncle Sam. Thieving from Uncle Sam by telework. Well, that's a damning criticism if there ever was one of telework. But I think that traffic business is really a key to why people don't want to give up teleworking. Because let's face it, once you're in the office, everything's always fine. But that getting to and from in horrible traffic around some of the major metropolitan areas that have big federal concentrations is is a drag. That's a terrible drag. All right. So, Nicole, what do they believe is going to change then? Do they have any sense of obviously they're not getting it from their agencies, so they're looking at crystal balls? Yeah, so this is trickier. So 53% of our survey respondents say they believe their agency's support for telework will increase post-pandemic from where it was pre-pandemic. And there were a lot of comments about this. Some, there's definitely some skepticism. I think many people say they think it'll depend on their leadership. And for many agencies, their leadership is changing in the coming months. And many respondents say that they're hopeful that support for you know, more frequent or permanent telework will increase too with new leadership from an incoming Biden administration. Some said things are already changing. One person said, my agency isn't returning to the building until late 2022 because it'll be redesigned to accommodate fewer employees in the building. And of I think course, that's that doesn't that. mean their cubicles are going to get big or <laughs> offices will be enlarged. Probably that won't happen. No, I don't think so. And, you know, we heard a lot of people speculate, well, why do we need this much office space? Why do we need people? Why do we need, you know, we could save money if we cut back on the office footprint and we had more people work from home. So there's definitely that sentiment. Others, I think, were more pessimistic about the long-term future. Someone said, unfortunately, I think telework stigmas will quickly return to pre-COVID ways. Leadership thinking changes slowly. Managing employees by walking around versus by work output is still very popular and will return, unfortunately. Someone else said, I work in a large cabinet agency and will probably return to, and they used the phrase, same old bureaucracy. I think the common sense, Tom, is that it'll fall somewhere in the middle, right? You know, some agencies will be very flexible and are clearly already making changes to be more flexible. Others won't. And still others may be more flexible than maybe they were pre-pandemic, but not as flexible as they are right now. And interestingly enough, when we asked feds to comment on maybe the one thing they think will stick around from these pandemic experiences post-pandemic, I was struck by how many 
just commented in a free comment space, you know, there were no options given, that they thought that the collaborative tools, the Zoom, the Teams, et cetera, and the IT capacity to support all of those tools will remain post-pandemic. And many said that they thought there wouldn't be as many in-person meetings, you know, fewer in-person conferences or training opportunities, and that the tools that their agencies bought or maybe developed during the pandemic would probably stick around just to make more flexible options. Yes. So in some sense, the pandemic accelerated perhaps changes that were envisioned a long time ago, but now they really, as you say, have that capacity in place. They're not going to junk it because somehow clocks never really run in reverse in any meaningful way, I think. Maybe that's the main message from the survey. Yeah. And I think the survey shows that while leadership views, management styles will maybe be more slow to change, the physical tools that you bought or that you procured during this time, I mean, why waste the money to get rid of them essentially? And I think people do see maybe the value in having some of those tools that, like you said, they they wanted to adopt anyway. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. SMS text, 1118 AM. Hey, girl. Emergency. You wouldn't believe what just happened. Are you at your desk? I rip my skirt and like half my tush is hanging out. Third floor bathroom, please help. LOL. When you send messages on SMS, someone else could be reading them. With end-to-end encryption, WhatsApp ensures that your personal messages are your personal messages. WhatsApp, always message privately.